0: Hi there, and welcome to this week's episode of the Accepted Authority Podcast. My name is Greg Rowworth, and I'm your host on this uh, podcast every week. And this podcast is specifically directed towards helping you achieve that position of being the accepted authority in your field, and particularly around how to grow your consultancy firm and accelerate your marketing results by being seen as the accepted authority. In this week's episode, I want to focus on what I think is the most significant element of marketing that most consultants miss, particularly on their websites, but also in looking at their website as a standalone piece of marketing, rather than integrating a website within a complete Marketing system and a marketing strategy. And I think that a lot of consultants, and we've talked about this before on this podcast, get their marketing and their websites totally wrong. And as a result, really achieve no traction in terms of generating warm leads and clients through that piece of marketing. So the biggest reason I feel that most consultants are missing the boat when it comes to marketing is that they are doing marketing like they've seen everyone else doing marketing. In other words, they're copying a flawed model. And when you copy a flawed model, you're going to get the same lack of results that everyone else gets. So when I've asked potential clients and existing clients about their websites and why they have a website, often the answers I hear are things like for credibility. Now, we want our website to provide a a backup to create credibility for us when people go looking. Other answers I get are to be like an online brochure, to tell people who we are and what we do. Other innocuous types of comments I get are things like my pet hate, we want to get our name out there. Now, <laughs> and I'll tell you why I feel that is my pet hate, because these days marketing is not so much about getting your name out there. Like getting their name into your database, in other words, getting your ideal clients' names into your database, so that you can have an ongoing conversation with them—a communication process that is a two-way, know, um, a two-way conversation. So let's look at where people go wrong in their their marketing and with talked about this before in the podcast, but I want to set the context for these five critical questions that you must have answered by your marketing if you want to gain clients through the marketing. And of course, if your intention for marketing is not ultimately to acquire more clients, then what's the whole point of it? Which brings me back to the The sort of answers I told you about, you know, wanting to add credibility or wanting to get your name out there, those things are maybe a part of the steps towards acquiring new clients. But really, they're, in my mind, a a result of actually not getting results. (laughs) The fact that you're marketing process does not enable you to acquire new clients consistently and predictably leads people to the answer that well our website is there as a backup to create credibility when we meet people when we talk about ourselves and who we are what we do they will go and search for us and find our website and that will be there just to show us that we're real well Maybe that's what you think, and you know, that's a legitimate way to think because so many people think that, obviously. But in this podcast episode, I want to show you a much better way than that. So first, let's look at the reason why perhaps your marketing doesn't work the way you want it to or the way that it could. Maybe you don't even believe that it's possible, and I know that there are a lot of professionals and consultants out there who really don't believe that marketing can generate new clients, which leaves us to really the only fallback position of hoping to get clients through referrals and potential network relationships. And as we've said before, those things are fine, but really they... elements that you have no real control over so unless you have a system and a methodology in your marketing that creates clients for you consistently and predictably then really you don't have a potential to scale your business in any way at all you're relying on hope you're relying on other people sending you clients, which is not a position I want to be in. So let's come back to maybe the the three significant flaws I see with the way that most consultants do their marketing. And the first one is making it all about you. Now, we've talked about that before. Again, on uh, most consultants' websites, there's two factors. It's who you are and what you do now the problem with that is your clients aren't interested in you your clients don't care about you they only care about their problem and their results so when your website is all about you there's a disconnect there's no real way to command the attention of your potential clients when all you're doing is talking about who you are, your qualifications, your experience, your expertise, and the services that you provide. Because most clients don't really understand the value of your services or what your services will do for them. And really that's what they care about is Mm. what can you do for them? And ultimately, if that's not there, then they won't pay attention. The second critical mistake I see on most consultants' websites and in most marketing in general is that there's no differentiation of what you do compared to other consultants'. The list of services that you have on your website is exactly the same as every other consultant in your field. That's a, a real flaw in in well really being able to communicate any value that you might offer compared to anyone else. It really doesn't give your uh, potential clients a way to look at you and say yes that, that they're the firm that i need to work with they're the ones that you know make you look like a commodity when your list of services is just like your competitors list of services your clients consider you as a commodity and they if they come to you or they will come looking for the cheapest price they will be shopping around, looking for who will do it cheaper. And really, that's a major flaw in the way that, it, oh, it's certainly not how I would want to go to market if I look the same as all of my other competitors. And really, the only choice that a client can make to differentiate you is who's cheaper. The third mistake I see is making you're marketing a one-way communication trying to sell your services now. If your website only talks at people instead of having the capability to engage them in an ongoing two-way dialogue, you're really missing out on some sales opportunities. Just think about it. How often do people buy when they go to a website the first time? Unless it's a very low value proposition, you know, things that would happen on uh, a Shopify site or or one of those where it's really a a commodity product in a lot of ways that you see on on those sites where they're low value and people go to pick up a bargain. Uh, If you're not in that pick up a bargain type business, (laughs) then you must do things differently. You cannot expect people to buy you, buy your services from one visit to your website. I mean, just think about it. How often have you gone to a website and thought, that looks interesting, I'll check that out again later. Then when you go to check it out, you've actually forgotten what the website was and there's no way you can find your way back there. I, I don't know if that happens to you, but it certainly has happened to me a number of times and it really... If that's what's happening with you, it means that you are missing out on sales opportunities because if clients have that level of interest where they might even think, we'll go back and check that out, but then you lose them because there's no way to actually create a breadcrumb trail for them so they can find their way back or find their way ultimately to making a call to connect with you then you're missing sales opportunities. So having a, an ability to create a two-way conversation from your website to enable people to opt in to some process where they are able to have ongoing communication from you and ideally with you so that they can respond and they can tell you their side of the story Again, if that's not there, you're missing opportunities. So that's where I see the flaws in most people's marketing. So what is the remedy to that? or What's the answer to that type of marketing that just doesn't work? That's my experience with certainly with my own marketing when I did it that way. And for many other consultants that I work with that are having that experience of, Marketing just not working for them. It's not bringing them the premium level clients that they're really looking for. To flip that around, to make it so that our marketing does work, so that it does attract the attention of our potential clients and gets them moving along a path to finally connecting with us reaching out to us and asking us for our help, we need to answer five critical questions that are in their mind before they start that journey. So those five critical questions are, firstly, why should I pay attention? Secondly, can you or your product or service help? Thirdly, they want to know how does it work? The fourth one is, why should I trust you? And then finally, how is this different from everything else I've tried in the past? So if you think about it, logically, they're the questions that you probably have in your mind when you're going shopping for a service or you're shopping for a a solution to a problem you might have and you're really wanting to work through the process of, is this the right solution for me? Is this the firm I should use? Is this where I should invest my money to get a result that I'm looking for? Those are the five critical questions. And then yeah, there are some sub-questions within each of those five. But if you don't satisfactorily answer those five questions, you're not doing business with that firm or that person. There's a breakdown. If one of those questions is not answered, you don't pay the money. You don't make the commitment. You don't go ahead. So let's look at it a little bit deeper. Why should I pay attention? We've got to grab the person's attention to start with, otherwise we go nowhere. And that is the most critical element in all our marketing. We need something that reaches out to them so that they think, is this something I should check out and, and take notice of? Or the other question is, is this something I should be wary of and disregard? And with the volume of scams and spammers around today that question is something that arises almost immediately for all of us I'm sure I know that for me I'm always on the lookout for something that could be a scam it's just so prevalent today that we as marketers to look at it the other way have to get through that filter we have to be able to break that barrier down so that people then are prepared and willing to take notice and to to go beyond that. And a factor within that is also the question, why should I listen to you? So we've got to within our marketing address those challenges, address those barriers and overcome them and break through so that we do get people's attention we do get them starting to take notice of what we're saying and listening to what we're saying so that our message can actually get through. Then once we actually get that attention, we are going to need to answer the question, can you or your product or service help me? Your site visitors or the people who are engaged in your marketing want to know that you can actually offer a solution to their problem? Do you have the answer to their challenge? They don't want to know what list of services that you're offering. They want to know that you have a solution to their problem, and they also want to know why you have a solution to their problem. Why you and not everyone else? That uniqueness we talked about, your difference, your competitive advantage, we have to communicate that to our potential clients before they will go past uh, everyone else and come to us. And finally, to help that, they want to know who else has benefited from our solution. Who else have we worked with in the past that's achieved the results that they're looking to achieve? If we can provide that level of credibility, that level of believability by having other people tell our potential clients that they've achieved results going through our program. It's much better than us saying how great we are. It's much better than our marketing blowing our own trumpet. We need our our existing past clients to be blowing our trumpet If they're the ones that are doing it, people are prepared to pay attention to that and our claims will be much more believable when other people are backing them up. Now, the third question is, how does it work? This is a real area that we are able to use to build credibility and trust. Now, one of the factors that we're trying to achieve always in our marketing is to build credibility and trust. But most of us go about that in totally the wrong way by thinking that our credentials, our qualifications, our expertise are going to do that. But really, for most professionals that are competing with you, they probably have the same level of credentials, same business degrees or, or Um, degrees in the field that you're a specialist in. They have a number of years of service providing the services that you provide. They've had results in the market or they wouldn't still be in business. So presenting our credentials and expertise really doesn't differentiate us enough from our competitors. The things that do differentiate us is our methodology, our unique solution to the client's problem. Our clients want to know that not only do we have a solution, but is our solution unique? Because often people with problems have tried to fix that problem in the past and have failed. And often they've had other consultants or other advisors or uh, other assistants to try to solve that problem and have failed. So if we are just presenting the same solution that someone else has tried with them in the past, again, up go the barriers, up go the roadblocks, and that's the end of the the journey with us for that client. Um, So we need to be able to reassure them that our solution is different. Our solution is new. They've never tried our methodology before. And When we can present that and communicate that to our potential clients, it creates hope. It really helps also to create trust and credibility because they see a methodology and a system in place. It's not just us making it up as we go. We don't just have to rely on our wits and our talent to find a solution and hope that we come up with the right answer. When we can systematically show them How we work to get a result that they're looking for, that's probably the best method of creating trust and credibility because they can see that we know what we're doing. It's not just a random approach where we might strike the right solution as we go because we're very clever. Now, hopefully we are clever, but our clients trust systems and processes more than our cleverness. So make sure that in your marketing you're communicating how you work in a way that shows clients the outcomes that your services produce. They don't want to know our step-by-step way of working. They want to know what the outcomes of those steps are. So we need to go beyond here's the steps that we, we take, Is here's the outcomes that those steps create. Then the next Question is, why should I trust you? Now, hopefully, by this point, answering those first three questions, we've built a lot of trust already, but we've got to get through that process. And you may have heard it before. Now, before people buy, they have to know us, like us, and trust us. To build trust, you need to discuss the results you've achieved from previous clients. And ideally, as I said before, get your clients telling your new potential clients about the results you've achieved with them third party or social proof is more trustworthy than any claims that you might make everyone thinks they're unique and they are everyone is a unique person so everyone thinks their situation is unique we've got to overcome that well you know, I'm different, so why will your approach work with me? Building that level of trust and credibility from our methodology, our systems and process, and our previous results needs to earn us that level of trust. And by being consistent in our communications and being professional in the way that we communicate with clients, again, builds our trust. And here's where the crunch comes. If our website undermines trust by looking less than professional, all of the elements of credibility and trust we've built to date in our marketing process will just come to nothing because if that credibility isn't there or if that design and appearance of our website looks amateurish, then all the hard work we've done is is just going up in smoke. Well, Finally, the final question we need to ask is how is this different? And again, this is about creating your own unique methodology and presenting that in a way that gets the message across to your clients that there's no one else who does what you do in the way you do it to get the results that they're looking for. When you can communicate that in your marketing, and that's what we need to go to work on, then we get results. Then we get clients coming to us assured that we are the ones that they need to solve their problem for them. So I hope you understand the value and the need for answering those five critical questions in your marketing, because if that's not happening, you're not getting the results you're looking for with your marketing. You're not getting premium clients coming to you in enough numbers consistently and predictably to get sales results that you're looking for. So make sure that your marketing, your website, any activities you do online, answer those five critical questions. If you'd like to know more about how to create marketing that works like that, then reach out to me, either DM me or um, go online to businessflightpath.com and connect with me there or find me through LinkedIn or Facebook, just search for Greg Roworth and you'll find me and get in touch in some way. On my website, I have a lot of free information that you can help to learn more about this process that I'm talking about that has been extremely successful for helping me build and grow three successful uh, professional practices that I've been able to sell. So learn more about that. Take the action. Make sure your marketing is answering those five critical questions and keep turning up to this uh, podcast. Every week I... Hope that you're getting value. Please give me feedback. Let me know how you'll feel about this podcast. Are you really getting value from it? And what else would you like to know in future episodes? So that's it for the Accepted Authority podcast today. I'm Greg Roworth. Catch you next week.